LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 195. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Gigi Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And for some reason, I swear I'm forgetting something. Like I, what? I don't know. It's like, everything went off with a hitch, and it's like, I think I forgot something, but it doesn't look like I forgot anything. Check-ins? That's already on. I don't. I I should know because if it's not on, I'm going to get. I'm going to catch hell from Tiger Claw. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Can we just straight out say fuck 2014? Really? Yes. Agreed. Oh yeah. Just wait till next week's episode when we just go balls deep. That's right. In case you had your head under in the ground, something like that. For the last two years, we've had our Drunken Christmas special. It actually started as just a Christmas special with booze. Then, you know what? In order for you to deal with your pain in the ass relatives, you gotta <laughs> have booze. You gotta. So, therefore, Drunken Christmas special. <sighs> I haven't even put up my tree yet. My tree we, is we got- just lights. We got ours put together. It was one of those ones that comes pre, like prefab with lights on oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a tree. There was a tree at Target, five footer on sale for like thirteen dollars with my card. It would have been like twelve. As soon as they advertised it, sold out. They could not get it in. I was ready to mug somebody over one. I was like, son of a bitch. Ugh. Oh. Ah, okay. Let's get back slightly back on track. Wait, that's the wrong file. My list of my my thing of Christmas stuff is sitting there. What stuff I gotta print out. Here we go. We are live tonight, week of December sixteenth, twenty fourteen on the Vogue Network. We're here Tuesdays at nine thirty PM Eastern with replays Thursdays at one PM Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck. Xchat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG network. You click on that. If you have a default chat client, it'll bring you right on in. Don't forget to swing by the forums that we have at vognetwork.com. It's a little lonely, so come in, say hi. Uh, we post every week with our episode. So say something. If you like or hate, you know, comment. You know, we like to hear from you. Check-ins are live, so... Let's do it and rock and roll. So let's go ahead and start off with, um, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, this week has been such a big pain in the ass for me. I'm just, well, it was only exasperated by the fact that I didn't have any money and I finally got paid today. The only problem is half my check's already gone. Oh, love them bills. Love well, not them. just the bills, it's the... Shopping for relative shit I can't deal with. Mostly because you know I, they, they play the game, they, they play the to spend a lot is to care a lot game, mm-hmm. and since they can drastically outspend me for, on a superfluous holiday shit, you know it just makes me look even worse. 
Ugh. And I was just spent the most of the weekend, you know, emotionally and psychologically beaten down. I didn't feel like doing anything. Hmm, you don't say. Espe especially, like, like, here's how, like, two-thirds of the conversations have been. I'll be like, I need you to do this thing for me. And, I go, and I'm like, okay, I'll do that thing. And she goes, never mind, I'll fucking do it myself. I'm like, the Yeah, it's just duplicity bullshit I've been having to deal with my entire life, and it just gets more See, exasperated around this time. At that point, I, I would have shrugged and been like, whatever. I would, that's exactly how I would have done it. I'm like, you know what? Fine, whatever. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, they define themselves by their apathy and their, um, you know, ignorance of the, this sort of thing. And because I comparatively do care and, like, do actually kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who's, uh, looked down on. I mean, I pretty much had to... <clears throat> I pretty much had to teach my mom how to Google, and she just said, alright, now do it for me. Oh. It, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to this month being over already. I think we're not all... Just, not just the... The Christmas holiday. I think we're all ready for this month, this year to be over. Yeah. Ugh. I feel you on so, that. I'm just trying not to go crazy at this point. You done good, sir? Uh, for now, I think. Yeah. Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Ari, take this time to grab some drink, because um, there's a big thing of fireball in my freezer. What's it gonna? What's it being in your freezer gonna benefit me? I was just saying I have some. <laughs> Take this time to get some some for yourself. You know, shit. It's kind of a logistic issue there. <laughs> yeah, we don't have portals yet. Sorry, Mako. Meh. That's all you'd say is mess, sweetie Belle. What is wrong with you? No, this week was shit. This year was shit. I'm done. Mm. <laughs> Busy at work, at least? No. No, and um, one of the women, her mother got taken to the hospital, so uh, I was asked to close for her tonight, at which point I said I can't uh -huh. because of this. Right. But I volunteered to close tomorrow for her if needed. Right. So now I've got six days this week, and got nothing done that I needed to get done because I was going to do it tomorrow. I've got six days next week with one day off, uh, being Sunday, which now I have a shit ton to do. And then I have the week after that at six days mm -hmm. with one day off and a shit ton to do. So I'm not happy. There's no reason for me to have six days. And I probably wouldn't be complaining so much if I was going to have at least 40 hours during those six days. But I'm working six days and still going to be under 40 hours. Mm. So I get to waste my time at work twiddling my thumbs instead of doing what I need to do. Having a real, you ever wonder why we're here kind of moment? Yeah, it's just, it's it's been shit. So, all the plans that I had for tomorrow are cancelled, which sucks. 
because I was looking forward to it. And now I have no idea when that's going to happen. So, yeah, that's been my weekend day. I got shit canned last week. Yeah, that was pretty ass. Yeah. I'm just leaving it at that. You see, I have thought that, you know, here I am if if I am if I am Luigi, year 2014 is just like a Mario level. Here I am jumping over everything and throwing fireballs and spinning leaves and just making my way through till nope. Bowser aka 2014 got me last week and I fell. Yeah. Sitting here drinking iced tea and it should be full of vodka, but hey, you know. Other than that, life has been alright and every and I have to say thank you to everybody who's been reaching out to me after I said I lost my job. And I truly am appreciative of that. It's just the whole all things considered is like couldn't you have at least waited till after the holidays to shit can me? I mean, at least that, you know, but... Compassion? We don't need no stinking compassion. <laughs> Shit. Not in the corporate world. Nope, 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 nope. Not having that. Not having that. So, I just... Popped in um, a game I picked up. Uh, I got Modern, was, was Modern Warfare 3, and I played that. Finished it in a week. Great storyline. Disappointed how short the game is because Battlefield 3 was a hell of a lot longer than this. It took me at least maybe two to three weeks to finish this game. At the, and I was playing it for the same amount of time I was playing Modern Warfare 3. But uh, all I know is that everyone is all about the multiplayer. But I'm not a multiplayer type person. That's, that's me. You know, hey. I have all these boxes sitting here. And all my holiday stuff is sitting here. I have yet to do anything. I don't even know if I'm going to put up a tree because the spot where I put my tree up is like my shelf for all my convention stuff. I might just put lights up on the wall and just call it a day or something like that. Mm, do it like I did. Yeah. Or just get or get some green construction paper and just cover my wall and just do something. I don't know. In a way, I was kind of looking forward to that five-foot tree, but... Maybe it was a blessing in disguise, but it is. What are you gonna do with it when it, when the holiday's over? I was gonna pack it up and put it back in my closet. Oh, I guess that's a dub moment for me, huh? Mm, it happens. All right, as you can tell, between the three of us, we have enough angst to scare the shit out of the devil incarnate himself, and then some. Uh-huh. And if we uh-huh. look in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Serenity41088 is talking about cards against humanity. Anyone hear about the bullshit cards? I don't know what bullshit cards you're talking about, but I do know that people are eBaying their bullshit that they got from, from Cards Against Humanity from the Black Friday sale. 30,000 people bought a literal box of shit. <laughs> you know what? I just find it funny. They're shocked that it's actual bullshit inside of it. Even though it says, 
you know, when they bought it, this is not cards. This is actual literal shit. Yeah. People still bought it. <laughs> and there was even a fact, like, de- like detailing, hey, can I return this after I open it? No. <laughs> but it's but it's full of shit. Yes, we told you as much when you purchased it. <laughs> I know. And also, I'm sitting here, you know, because I did the whole holiday bullshit. Because you know what it was? They thought, because, you know, you have holiday bullshit, where every year you get, like, these select cards and other cool trinkets and swag. Now, that's what they probably thought it was. They probably thought it was, like, special bullshit cards. No. It's actual, literal bulls shit from a prairie town in Texas. Yeah. And speaking of holiday bullshit, I'm sitting here with four packs from the uh, holiday bullshit 2013. This was supposed to be ten days of whatever. I think it's only supposed to be four packages here, but I'm going to have to double check that. You might have gotten extras? No, I don't know if I'm supposed to get four or have ten, you know, because they're doing like the ten days of Kwanzaa or whatever, you know. And raise your axe. Does the box of bullshit come with a certificate of authenticity? No, it just comes with sh- shit. And yeah, it- I think the box itself says box made in China, <laughs> shit made in USA. <laughs> yes. I would have loved to have seen an unboxing video of that. There is an unboxing video. Yes, there are. Did the person not know they were getting literal shit? Well, um, the video that I saw, he basically was questioning whether they were actually going to give him literal shit or not. Mm-hmm. So he's opening it up, and he's like, yeah, they actually gave people shit. And he, you know, it was padded inside, so he's taking the padding out to make sure that there's no card underneath the padding and things like that. He's like, yeah, everybody just bought a box of shit. Yeah, the link it, link that to us in the chat. Link us to that in the chat. Uh, you should just be able to go on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Bullshit unboxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking at Reddit now. It's supposed to be ten mysterious gifts, so I only got four. So well, I, that's what happened last year. You ended up getting them late. Yeah, and some of them I didn't get at all, so they did the whole honor system. I think for like five bucks we'll do the honor system, and you just tell them which ones you, you're missing. So. so the thing is, I still have them packed, I mean sealed, so I want to wait till I get them all before I crack them open, so. Alright, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we, we, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so, not a lot, but some interesting things to discuss. <laughs> okay. Alright, let me pull up one hand, let me move things over here, alright. So, we'll be back.
の国も砂の国も夢は進む夢のように大好と思い出せば
So, anywho, I came across something very interesting earlier this week, late last week, through a f- uh, friend of the show, uh, Mr. Ron Ladau. I hope I do not get him into trouble for this, because I kind of sort of pestered him to get me some information about this, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, y- you know how at conventions they give out awards for, you know, for doing skits and walk-ons and cosplays and, pr- and craftsmanship and presentations and, and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. What if they took stuff like that to the next level. Award shows? Yeah. Oh, boy. Sort of like, you know, best male, like, shonen or bishoujo, female bishoujo, or best prop design or best use of a fabric or something like that. You know. Sort of like to acknowledge others in the community for their hard work. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, we have what's called, as was told to me, the Cospies. Oh, boy. See, at first, why I saw this, I thought, don't you mean, I'm thinking Cosby's, because the way it's spelled, you know? It's C-O- I think that would only make it worse. Yeah, but that's a sh- that's something for another time. So I'm trying to trying to open this up a little bit here because I have it in my little window. All right, uh, yeah. The Cosby's is a Chicago Midwest uh, thing where they give out little awards to acknowledge some some of the cosplayers in the community out there for their hard work. And I think it's pretty cool. It's sort of like WWE has the Slammies, you know. But only these are more credible. Pretty much. You know? Hell, I think the Cosby's are more credible than half the fucking MTV award shows. Half? That's it? I'm being nice. Anyway, go on. So they have... There were, like, awards such as... Best performance of a person who portrays the character while in cosplay, but not limited to cosplay masquerade. Best replica, you know, pays attention to details and craftsmanship. Best makeup. Best duo cosplay, tag team. Most charitable, which I think is really cool, you know, we are giving back to the, to the, com- to the community. Best photographer, you know, or something like that, which I think is pretty cool, or most attend- uh, uh, events attended, you know? I think something like that is pretty cool. And I can understand there would be a lot of backlash in the cosplay community about this. But just understand that this is just something to acknowledge a few people who do work hard. And it does make you feel really good where somebody acknowledges you for your hard work outside of a convention setting, per se. Because remember, at Masquerade, you're actually competing. Something like this, you're not really competing. You're just being you, doing what you know best. And then some Joe Schmoes comes along and says, hey, here you go. Yeah, it's like a pat on the back. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I think not. Okay, what what about it that you don't like? 
Okay, so um, who exactly is, you know, involved in this? Ron's saying now that it's only limited to that we are cosplay, Chicagoland Midwest area. That's what I said so, earlier. Yeah, so whoopee, that doesn't help anybody else in the cosplay community that helps the people there. But here's it just just then. So you know what? If that's going to be an issue, let like the New York Tri-Sayer, let those uh, let this community put something together to show our appreciation, you know? And it's not like the Academy Awards or something like that. If you're going to have an award ceremony like that, where people are, you know, voted on for something like that by the people, then it has to be all inclusive. They'd never Not be able just to pull off one for, the, you know, the entire. See, that's just it. You can't. There'd be too much shit flinging. Going exactly. And I, I mean, it's it's not at all like that. It's a popularity contest still. But all award things are popularity contests. True, but at the same time, those awards are voted on by other people. The Academy Awards are voted on by the people in the Academy, which are all of the celebrities. The People's Choices are voted uh, voted on by the people. So while it is a, you know, quote-unquote popularity contest, mm-hmm. it's more than, you know, one group voting on the people in their group. So, alright, so if it was up to you, how would you do it? Um, I would, I wouldn't, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, if you're going to do something like this, it needs to be more inclusive. Um, you want to really be, you know, inclusive, then go online and look up every single convention in the United States, Mm -hmm. or at least the, the ones that say are over 5,000 strong. All right, but as Ron look says, look at their masquerades. Mm-hmm. Look at the the bloggers' cosplay pictures. Look at vloggers, everything like that, and base it off of that. But it's not going to work. Well, as Ron said, this is their first year doing within their little group. I mean, you got to start somewhere. I see nothing wrong with starting here, small, and then just expanding if they decide to do so. It's, I don't know. I think I think the entire idea is extremely stupid. I guess, but remember, we already we already complain now as it is mm-hmm. with masquerades, <laughs> where they're you know where they're you know um, contests of you know oh yeah my friend oh yeah I know the judge oh yeah well you know we didn't really do anything but we're so popular in the community that you know everybody knows us. It's when you have something like that, it's it's going to evolve mm-hmm. into a something big pissing ver- contest. Exactly. Right. Exactly. When you start awarding shit like, oh yes, they're charitable, then you get the people that are faking it because, oh yeah, look, you know, I, I donated this amount to charity. Okay, where's your receipts? Oh, I have to have receipts? Why? Can't you take me on my word? And if you say no, you can't. No, we can't take you on a word. They'll think you're fascist or something. And if you say, "Yeah, we can take you on your word," that opens the door for the straight-up liars to come in. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you would have to set rules and how things are done, because to be perfectly honest, if they were to open this up, 
nationwide. You know there's going to be a shitstorm. And it would take several years already to get something going. Because remember, years ago, they did have the American Anime Awards, and that was a shitstorm within itself. Oh, please. World Cosplay Summit entries are a shitstorm. I know, but I just... I mean, I understand the good and the bad with it. I, in a way, I see nothing wrong, you know, with something like this to acknowledge some people in the community. But on the same token, it's like, oh, why not me? Or why not this person? Why not that person? I think you shouldn't just, you know, straight up give out, like, you know, nominate them like an award show. Just, you know, like, like imagine like one of those nice, you know, like dinner parties, whenever and you just have a guy like give a speech and then just hand out a couple of awards or right. recognition, that sort of thing. We can always do an Oprah, and you get an award, and you get an award, and you get an award. Everybody that gets would, an award. That would cheapen them completely. Well, the, well isn't that the point of the MTV Awards? Hey, uh... That's the point of all awards. <laughs> I just, I think this is a very, very bad idea. I think that they really need to think this through, especially if they are going to open it up to but I don't know, a larger crowd. I don't think they are. This is just within them, you know? Then it's nothing like, you know, it's nothing like those award shows. If it's one group voting on it, then it's, you know, awards by a group. That's what I was getting at. I was just getting something to compare it to. It's like, like, like an idea. Nah, I don't think so. All right, fine. Well, no. I mean, if you look at it that way, I can say, okay, it's going to be like the Girl Scouts, where every year at the end, we're going to you know, give props to the people that have been in it the longest. We're going to give props to the people that have spent the longest hours doing shit. And those award ceremonies are absolute bullshit. I've done them before. Mm-hmm. You're standing up there in your best uniform with a grin, you're like, fuck you, and all of that shit, right? Exactly. Mm. <laughs> If we go into the You've had something like that happen to you, haven't you, Mako? Yeah. Okay, if we go to the chat room at live.bocknetwork.com, Rageinator says, How about a con award that no one would seriously want? Like, dumbest dumbass at the con award, or dude, shower now award. Okay. The shower award. The game room would have like. Would just have to have a box of these awards and handing them out to people every hour on the hour. Because you got people that go into the game room at 8 o'clock in the morning and won't leave until, like, 8 o'clock at night. Or in the 24-hour cons, spend the entire con in there. Yup. And the dumbest dumbass... No, I wouldn't give a piece of plastic for that. I would just hand them a sticker or a ribbon and just slap it on their chest. Because that's a lot cheaper and much more effective. Like, you tried. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think maybe for a future episode, the people that are behind this, which is the We Are Cosplay community out in the Midwest, should get them on the show and talk to them. And I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but then again, they might hear what we have to say about their award show and but you know what? Have words with us. <laughs> Probably, but on the same token, I think upon doing this, this type of backlash is going to happen. Because in the end, in the cosplay community, you can't, keep, you can't have everybody happy. Nobody's ever happy. Except for one person. Everybody hates that one person. And that one person is happy, just gets hate. Just feels anger and emo and angst. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to do it as a regional thing, then, you know, I... 
I don't know. I don't get why, you know, if it's going to be a regional thing, why it needs to be so well-known now. Uh, you know, if it's a regional thing, why are we talking about it? Because I thought it was something cool to discuss. Because it's still, even though it's a regional thing, it's still part of cosplay, which is something we do talk about from time to time when we're not bitching about which anime is the greatest. I get that, but, you know, it's... <laughs> Being that it's, you know, a regional thing, being that it's, you know, where it is and why it's there and being that that it's so close knit, you know, unless they plan on saying, hey, we're going to, you know, open this up to everybody, I don't think it needs to be openly discussed because it leads to this. Well, I was just trying, you know. No, I... I I get what it is, but at the same time, if it's just regional, you know, it's not like somebody from here can go over there and start competing. That would be funny to see, though, wouldn't it? It probably already has happened. Remember, there are some cosplayers who traverse the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get that. But, you know, if it's such a close-knit, you know, competition or award ceremony or whatever like that like going back to the Girl Scout thing I'm not going to go into a group of Boy Scouts and go oh hey you know we're having a Girl Scouts award and none of you can participate isn't that kind of different per se Cause not it's, necessarily because if they're doing it in one you know in one particular location and saying you know you have to be a part of this group to participate then they're ba- like Going out and saying, oh, look at what this group is doing. You can't participate, sorry. But you're saying if the Girl Scouts do this and the Boy Scouts aren't allowed, that's kind of a given because it's a Girl Scout thing. You know, if the Boy Scouts are doing something like this, it's, only, you know, you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's it's similar is all I'm saying. And as Ron Ledalja says, so if a New Yorker appears a lot with the We Are Cosplay community and they get nominated by the community and admins agree, then it's not really regional. Well, no, then yeah. it's not regional, but it's, you know, a part of that particular community. They're st- it's still trying to be playing up their regional roots, even though they're, they spread further and further out into the country. Yeah, and as... As uh, Vogue member 948 says, there is no harm in it if no one else knows about it besides us. It is a way to recognize people who have worked their asses off all year. Nothing to do with anything negative. See, that's the point I'm getting at. That's what it is. It's just why I see, which is why I think something like this is cool. Mm. There's no change in your mind, is there? No. Damn it. No, I mean, okay. I've seen things like this, uh, like senior superlatives from schools and things like that. As much as, you know, it's awesome to be awarded, it's a popularity contest. It's, you know, meaningless in the very end. I mean, it's awesome for them, but at the same time, you know, everybody else is just twiddling their thumbs. So you're making it sound like this is no different than a glorified employee at a month uh, thing at, at a job. That's that's how I feel. I I I can't agree with you on that one. I can't. You don't have to. All right. Before I before I throw my flag up, and then. 
beat Mako-chan with it, I think we should move on. That might be wise. Yeah. Yeah. And let's... Let's talk Digimon! Okay. Okay? Now, we have talked about on the show previously that we're going to get Digimon 03, or as they're calling it, Digimon Tree, T-R-I. And there was eight out outlines of the characters of, of how they look as teenagers, and the first image has come out. It... Does it, it doesn't look campy. It looks kind of more serious per se because because the, the artwork style. The artwork kind of looks like a Kaon or a Beck. I'm thinking more like Beck than than Kaon. Mm -hmm. That's what it kind of looks like to me. The new and updated character design work of the series is being handled by Atsuya Uki, the man behind uh, the series Suritama. On top of that, Keitaro Monaga from Data Live will be directing the series as well. There's no idea of when Digimon Adventure Tree is going to launch, but I'm hoping first quarter of this year, of 2015, if not uh, fall 2015. It just looks very mature, so I guess a lot of the in jokes from when they were kids won't really fit in here. But I am kind—I of, would like to see how things are going to be. In a way, I kind of wish Tree had more of a Inuyasha style of artwork to it, but you know, can't have everything. Marco, you're a big Digimon fan. What do you think of this uh, released um, artwork? Don't like it. Okay, how would you rather it be? Um, while I understand the artwork from the original isn't necessarily popular, mm -hmm. I think it has taken a drastic change from what it was, and I'd like to see something in the middle. Okay. Just something that, you know, reminds me of the old style. Okay. Reminds me, hey, you're watching Digimon. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Looking at it, they the art style is you know fully modern. I'd just like to see something brought into it that you know kind of joins the art styles together. Okay. All right. Alright, moving on to our next topic. Um, the problem with anime is the fans. Uh, who wants to oh, cover it? Who wants to take this one? <laughs> you want me to? Go for it. Because, you know, this is kind of true. Ah, uh, yes. Well, yeah, but not me. You know, that's the not all men of uh, anime fandoms. <laughs> there lies... The rub with the question about blaming the ills of anime or any medium on its fans. It has to do with a bit with the <clears throat> with what kind of fans you tend to keep company with. Mm -hmm. The angry fan is a constant in, in all our lives and across all kind of fandoms, hobbies, and sports. The outrage of the day is pretty regular in many fandoms, and when you're in a number in a number of them, it can be hard in the morning to choose which one to expend your energies on. <clears throat> Let's see. For me, for the author, it's, it can never really under, 
must up the outrage for it. Angry fans get a lot of attention and a lot of clicks, and there's certainly a lot an allure there. Some of them fabricated, others live it to the fullest, but it's seen as a wasted endeavor. In the end, the squeaky wheel always gets the grease, and that's long been a part of the problem. You can't minimize the squeaky wheel because they're often, often, often they're presenting a problem that needs to be dealt with. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you don't really want to look like the perception of what the angry fan is viewed like. It's also worth realizing the vast majority of anime fans, they don't really run into the angry fan other than as a curiosity. A large percentage of people simply buy or read their manga, watch the shows and never touch a forum, good for them. <clears throat> a tweet or a YouTube comment will make them cringe and disgust with what they see. Most fans may actually <gasps> enjoy the stuff. I know, right? Again, that's not to say there aren't things to be criticized and dealt with across fandoms, and the angry fan can certainly bring it to light quicker than a normal, well-thought-out presentation. But they are not, by and large, the problem with the anime. So, See, the author's pretty much talking about, like, the angry fan is yeah. why the reason some fandoms can't have nice things. Yes, I mean... See, this reminds me of when I went to um, to the festival at um, Mitsua back in back in uh, September, and I ran. I walked past a couple of people that were pretty much shitting on Dragon Ball Z, not the anime, but the dub. And there I am defending the dub, trying to explain why it is the way it is. But to them, if it's not all glorious Nippon, it's pointless. Again, that's an that's, there's your angry fan right there. You can't have this. I understand that you're not going to be happy with your anime f- from through and through. There will always be something that will make you go, eh, or meh. Or, but, oh, god damn it. Yeah, but overall, you're going to enjoy it. I mean, if you're just going to sit there and just bitch about it from point A to point B to the very end... Why are you watching it? Pack your shit. Get the fuck out of my fandom. We don't need you. And I'm, every fandom has them. Yeah. A little bit of negativity is fine, but too much is just like, you know what? Just leave. You know? Like what? the Project M diehards in the Super Smash Brothers fandom. Ugh, let's not even. Yeah, speaking of reason speaking of reasons the fandom can't have nice things. <laughs> what say you, Mako? You've been kinda quiet. I think you're over there sharpening your blade. No, I completely agree okay. that, you know, fans are what ruin fandoms. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily those with negative aspects. It's, you know, any fans. It could be, you know, the Uber happy excited, you know, Tard the super fans. fans. Yeah. Yeah. Those I find are the ones that ruin things more than those that are negative. Mm-hmm. Those that are, you know, so into the character, so into the series, or the ones that, you know, want to make jokes about it that they'll go to, you know, uh, places that they shouldn't go and start doing, you know, Heil Hitler Oh, yeah, that. Can we not yeah. Uh, that? yeah. For a second, I was actually going to make a reference to the Sailor Moon fandom and them bitching about Crystal, but you just hit the nail right on the head mm-hmm. with that one. It's not necessarily the ones that are bitching. It's the ones that are extreme fans. Mm-hmm. That and then the ones that uh, put their own... Uh, 
their own head cannon and you, into the series. And you can't tell like them all, all the free, you know, people out there. Oh my god, you know, the whole series is about their gay love and why no, are they that's getting that's not what it's about. No, actually it's not. They're friends. You put your own head cannon into it and, you know, perceive them to be gay. Mhm. I'd be like, "Oh wow, it's all about fr- about guy love." Wait, why are they swimming? You you see, I mean, I mean, but the thing is, I think you hear more about the angry fans than anybody else cuz when you see those those little misguided ones, it's easy to half the time just ignore them or just turn it off, you know. But I don't think so. I say most. Look at, I, I no? think at the end of, you know, a series run, that might be the thing. Mm-hmm. But when a series first comes out, it's the uber fans that people hate. Your Naratards, mm-hmm. your trolls from, you know, things like that. Those are the people that, you know, everybody hates first. And then they go away from the series, or they go out of the series, or they get into the newest thing, and, you know, the series becomes kind of neutral. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you've got the people that just do nothing but hate on the series. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like an evolution. Fair because enough. No, nobody, nobody was arguing about, you know, oh, Naruto sucks, Naruto sucks. It was always, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Or what the hell, why are there so many of them? No, no. It always starts out with uber fans and then turns into the haters. See, but I've seen the whole Naruto sucks thing for the longest. It's it's like, to me, when it comes to Naruto, it's like when you're watching wrestling and John Cena comes out. Some people cheer and some people boo. I mean, if you, like, with the last arc that's coming through, it's like... Where the fuck is Naruto? We need him. Naruto appears, the fighting, and it's like, get on with this shit. I'm kind of tired of it, you know? Get on with it already. Exactly. But yeah, I think the whole, you know, fan hate thing progresses from one extreme to the other. It does. It does. And woe be those who try to find the middle ground. See, the middle ground happened when they announced the ending of Naruto, and the final chapter came out, and everybody got into the big hug, the feel-good hug. But in that feel-good hug, you know who wasn't in there? Oh. The Sakura Naruto shippers. They were pissed. Some of them accepted it and moved on, but then you still got those who were mad as hell and decided to op- start up a change, pe- change the org petition demanding Kishimoto to change it. Oh god, it's like the Harry Potter, you know, fans. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Harry with every fi- with every fiber of their being. Yeah, Harry Potter was supposed to end up with Hermione. Why is he with Ginny? And the whole backlash from that. And now years later, the freaking author is like, "You know what? I should have just stuck to my guns and had Harry be with Hermione." <laughs> and she basically validated the entire hateful, you know, everything that was coming out of everybody's mouths. That's kind of something you don't do. Yeah. Alright, alright. I, I think we're done here. Um, Mako, please take the next one. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, McColl's is a big name pattern company. Yes, they for are. For those of you that cosplay. And they've done, you know, 
not necessarily licensed materials, but <laughs> they've uh, you know they've got a winter princess and they've got a muscled superhero. Well, they've recently come out with a sort of magical girl pattern. So it's influenced sort of by Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura, and to some extent, kind of Frozen. Um, basically, the pattern has uh, the bodysuit and a skirt. It's got shorts. It's got the front bow. This one that I'm looking at now has, uh, it's, I guess, supposed to be Magical Girl Elsa, and it's mm -hmm. got a very long, sheer, snowy cape. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what it is. It's bell sleeves, so it's not, you know, you don't have to necessarily add them if you don't want to. But if you're going to be doing, you know, Magical Girl stuff with this... Michelle, Please don't just use the pattern as is. Michelle Joe says she's Sailor Elsa. Like someone I, wouldn't try that at, at as a cosplay anyway. The fan yeah. art is already out there. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the no, cosplay isn't sense. too far behind. Yeah. Actually, look, I know someone who did Sailor Rapunzel, okay? I don't mind the Disney versions of Sailor Senshi. Neither do I. I think it's pretty but, cool. I'm looking at this, and I can see somebody going, oh, you know what? I can do a Sailor Moon costume with this. No. <laughs> Here's Please the thing. take the time to, you know, actually look at the pattern and make changes to it. Yes. This pattern has the skirt having um, a petticoat underneath. That's not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's got very small bows for the back bow and the front bow, that's not necessarily what you need. The bell sleeves would not work for, you know, or the, the short cap sleeves, I should say, will not work for a Sailor Moon type outfit. I don't know. It's a good start. It's a very good start, but it's not, it's not exact. And I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be taking this and doing the exact measurements and the exact patterning and, you know, running around cons like that. And I really, 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 really hope that it's not going to happen. It's going to happen, but I don't think with a lot of people because here's the thing. Now, I'm looking at it on, the, on McCall's site. I mean, if you're doing Sailor Mercury, you, here's your start right here, more or less. Now... I know a lot of people who do Sailor Moon cosplays. It's gotten to the point where somebody actually made, quote-unquote, an official Seifuku pattern. I go quotes with official because, from my understanding, it's, the mo it's one of the most accurate ones out there. Unless you're making your own, you will go to this person, you buy the pattern, and you'd make it. Now, something like this from a call is as good as a starter. But to reiterate what Mako-chan is saying, as you're putting this together, please have a picture of the Sailor Senshi of your choice next to it so you know what extras you're going to need, especially the shoulder puffs. Yeah, I mean, obviously you are not going to need shorts. You should not be using a petticoat. And you're yeah, just, the, uh, you know... the lace-up pattern in front of this one. The pink and the uh, purple one. 
Uh, no. Not a fan. No, I mean, if you're doing Disney, then yeah. But it, yeah, I mean, if you're just doing general magical girl, or if you're oh, trying to create some oh. of Cardcaptor Sakura's outfits, having those differences may help you. If you're looking for strictly Seifuku, it's going to be closer to the Elsa-ish mm-hmm. one, where it's tighter up front and then flares at the bottom skirt. But again, she's wearing a petticoat. Ooh, if you look at the one in the green, does that one look kind of familiar to you? With the boots, yeah. Kind of looks like Jupiter. No, I'm not thinking Jupiter. Revolutionary Girl Utena. This could be used as a top base for the jacket if you mod it just right. Yeah. And that's what you should be doing mm-hmm. with these patterns. Unless you've, you know, you're getting a specific pattern from somebody that's done something like that. You're going to want to mod your pattern. Yes. And as uh, Kagami says in the chat room, I will use those patterns to modify. And she also says, ice skating patterns are the way to go for Seifuku. Trust me. Uh, yeah, when Kagami posted about this on her Facebook, it was quite interesting. All right. Uh, moving right along. He's the model in the uh, image is trying to make it look somewhat passable. Mm-hmm. She lo- I, I, I'm not trying to knock the model, but she looks like a 40-year-old Elsa. Hmm. Either that is just all the makeup. I, 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 I don't know. Now, we, we, didn't, we, went, we wanted to cover this last week, but we, we were talking about DerpyCon. So we decided to save this for this week. From time to time, we bring up the war on cosplay. So something like th- something had popped up uh, earlier this w- like well early le- last week from a seat uh, DC Comics uh, artist Pat Broderick. He made this post on his Facebook. If you are a cosplay personality, please don't send me a friend request. If you're a convention promoter and you're building a show around cosplay events and mega multimedia guests, don't invite me. You bring nothing of value to the shows. And if you're a promoter pushing cosplay as your main attraction, you're not helping the industry or the comics market. Thank you. How pleasant. Yeah, and there are other comic industries um, that there are some that kind of agree, you know. Huge cosplay contest. Oh, yeah, and Stan Lee's here, too. Pretty much, you know. Now, I understand where you're coming from, because there used to be a time. I'm saying used to, because it's kind of true now. Like, when I got into the convent in the cons, I was all about wanting to see the Japanese voice artists, the American voice artists. Than the cosplay. Years That's later, still kind of true for me and me. But with the younger generation coming in, it it's like as if you know, the cos the, the quote unquote popu- professional cosplayers have more pump and hmm. circumstance than than Stan Lee, Jim Lee, or other known comic book artists. You know, but you also got to take into consideration. If it weren't for some of these comic book artists, some of these mangakas, and some of these animation studios such as Trigger and Gainax, you probably wouldn't even have half these cosplays out there because where are you going to go to get this source to create the costumes that they're going to do? 
And also, it's like, you know, and I've, and I've seen this. I have seen, there are lines longer for certain cosplayers than there is for industry guests. I don't know. I'd, I'd much rather spend my time waiting online to see Mark Hamill than Yaya Han. Same here! Mostly because Mark Hamill will charge less for a picture with him. Are you kidding me? Mark Hamill will charge more for a picture than Yaya Han would. Thank you for completely undermining my joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been one of those days. <sighs> I mean... I mean, I guess I get it, but... And, and I've read stories of where, you know, you have industry people, you know, doing their art and whatever and selling, and then you got these cosplayers just standing there, crowding around the table, and who, the person next to them is like, hello, excuse me, I'm, you know, I, you know. Actual industry icon over here. Exactly. Now, I mean, I believe a convention should have a little bit of everything. You really, I don't... I think it's really a bad idea if the con focuses heavily on the cosplay and the, and the ma- cosplay and cosplayers. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can only have oh so many cosplay panels, or you know this or that, you know. Before the panels start getting redundant, or uh, you know they're not actually providing any new information for. It, are you kidding me? Panels. It's gotten to the point that panels. It's like. Oh, Ronma one half panel hosted by this guy. Panel sucks. I'm not gonna go. Another convention. Ooh, Ron. Oh, this. Per- okay, I'll go to his. Pa- it's getting to that point where you will go to the panel re- if you know the person knows what they're talking about or doing. You know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and as Rageinator says, well, you can always make the argument that Yaya Han is higher than Mark Hamill because boobs. I won't. And as Kagami says, you have cosplay con or costume con, which do exist. Okay. That's something a little bit different. Like, costume con is more of, like, more of behind the scenes and stuff like that. You probably won't see a lot of the famous cosplayers there, you know. Yeah. And as uh, Kagami is also saying, costume con is more of a panels heavy learning convention. Which is cool. Which I get that. That's cool. But having like a cosplay convention where it's based, it's more like on popularity and shit like that. You know, because I tell you this now, I I I don't think you could get most of these quote unquote professional cosplayers, you know, to do various panels for various reasons because of who they are. But if you get them to do it, that's cool. That's fine by me. You go. More power to you. Lately, the only thing conventions care about is the money. Yep. Who's popular? Oh, yeah, you know, we've got a couple of these people, and Tits McGee! Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, look, hey, we could get these people who worked on Star Wars. They'll put seats in, but, oh, my God, Jubilees. They'll put more seats in. Let's go with the Jubilees. They're cheaper. You know? And that's completely true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the same thing. When you have a convention and you've got the cosplay burlesque. Yes. You might as well close everything else down. 
Yeah, I think we learned that at DerpyCon, so... I mean, going to, like, ZenkaiCon, mm-hmm. um, I was walking around with the... Uh, chair last year mm-hmm. and even she couldn't get in because it was too fire code capacity wow yeah mm-hmm. she was only allowed to basically poke her head in I couldn't even do that so yes tits sell alright moving on our next topic is a top for professional cosplayers and why they annoy actual nerds. Ari, you're going to love this one. And I mean that in a good way. He had to be RB. Oh, fuck. Oh, n- oh yeah, now I see it. Okay, I see it. Oh. Why are we talking about all this crap that annoys the fuck out of me? Because I don't... Because we talk, we talk more, a lot about anime. We haven't been giving much focus on cosplay, so... There's a reason for that. But why don't you take this article? I think you're going to like it. Uh, do I have to? Well, we don't know how long Ari's going to be. Oh, I'm sorry, dead. what were you saying? Oh, there he is! Ari with the save! He caught the ball! He's running! The 5, the 10! Touchdown, Jeez. Eagles! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are we uh, talking about? The top four quote-unquote professional cosplayers and why they annoy actual nerds. Oh, goody. No, you're going to... I read this. You're going to like this one. I've read it too, but... I agree with this person 125%. But I'm pretty sure... This isn't just shots fired. This this is this guy walking away from an explosion in slow-mo. No, this is a... Chi- no, 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 no. You ever seen um Waiting to Exhale? I have not. All right, there's a scene with a woman. She gets so upset. She's tearing up her husband's stuff. Throws it in the car. Pours gasoline. Oh yeah, I know that scene. I know that, what you're talking about. That what that scene is what this article is. Okay. <laughs> Professional cosplayers and hashtag cosfamous. Mm-hmm. I use quotes because there is no such thing. You can't dress up as a character and be a professional at it. Unless you're a Disney unless you're a cast member walking around one of the Disney theme parks, but that's neither here nor there. Getting dressed is not a profession. You get dressed every day, but does anyone pay you to stand around in your clothes? Of course not. On the other hand, being a model or an actress is indeed a profession, so let's go with that. Costumes refers to getting famous while doing cosplay and hoping to make a living at dressing up in costumes. <clears throat> and he's got f- the top four here. Number four, Jessica Nigiri. Nigiri. Are you sure it's not like the uh, no, it's, kind of sushi it's, dish? It's Nigri. Jessica Nigri. Nigri. Okay. Yes. Any history of convention attends before being paid? No. Plastic surgery? Yes. 34 Double D. Makes her in costumes? No. Appreciates recognites fan art in her Facebook page? No. Then 2.3 million Facebook followers. Yeah. Now, there was controversy with her because people lost their shit when they found out she doesn't make her own costumes. And she started posting pictures. Like her doing costume progression. Personally, it doesn't matter if she makes them or not. As long as she has a general idea of what they're made of and, and she gives props to whoever she got it commissioned from, it's all good to me. Hmm. She's a model. She has no history of being a nerd or attending conventions before being paid to do so. Her fans spend countless hours putting art to her Facebook page, none of which is acknowledged. She frequently seems confused and unfamiliar with the characters she portrays. Oh, God, so many red flags going up. Uh. 
She spends a lot of time lashing out at fans and denying her plastic surgery. Even Number two, Ivy Doom Kitty. Any history of convention attendance before being paid? Yes. Plastic surgery? Yes. Makes her own costumes? Yes. So she's got that over to Geary. Appreciates recognizes her fan art on her Facebook page? Nope. <laughs> and 275 Facebook followers. Ivy Doom Kitty is also a model. At least she makes her own costumes, but all her costumes sit around her bust and are not family friendly and are barely convention appropriate. And her fan interaction is sparse, and few people comment on her page. Number three, Yaya Han. Dun 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 dun! Any history of convention attendance before being paid? Yes. So there's that. Had plastic surgery? Yes. Makes her own costumes? Yes. <clears throat> Appreciates, recognizes fan art on her Facebook page. No, and her fans know it. But why do they still do it? <clears throat> anyway. Probably one of the best known. Why she does, while she does make her own costumes with a bit of help and considers herself a costume designer, she is mostly a model. Her fans are starting to get a little pissed off at her, at her lack of interest in them. And number four, Nicole Mary Jean. Got to admit, I have no idea who this. I've I've heard of her through Koi, and uh, from from my understanding, she is good people's. Any history of convention attendance before being paid? Yes. Any plastic surgery? Uh, jury's still out. Makes her own costumes? Yes. Appreciates and recognizes fan art on her Facebook page? Yes. So she's already a, a tier above the other three. Mm-hmm. Regardless of her only half a million or so Facebook followers. Although Nicole Mary Jean does make her own costumes, she is mostly a model, and she has the best fan interactions. So what does this all mean? Well, for these women, it means getting dressed up and getting paid to model their costumes. For the average nerd, it means longer lines at conventions, overcrowding in booths and artist alley areas, and having your own hard work overshadowed. Models steal the show, convention attendance goes up tenfold, and there's barely room to walk around. That's good or bad, depending on who you ask. I think mostly bad, since the new convention crowd is comprised mostly of sketchy creepers looking for new fab material. Ugh. Thank you, I just kind of curled in my mouth a little bit after reading that. <clears throat> Male cosplayers now get very little appreciation or credit despite their costumes being vastly more complicated than a pair of short shorts and a bikini top. That's a little bit of stereotyping there, but anyway. Women cosplayers do not look like models and are ridiculed. That's right, ridiculed are participating in a hobby can created and enjoyed primarily by nerds. And then there's this famous fan art journal which you're going to repost in the chat. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the double standard. <clears throat> and, oh, God, there's a... CosplayTrainWreck.com. Oh. There are many more... Lo like, body shaming now runs rampant. Why do you think nerds want... Wait, wait, wait. to comic book oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the first place? It wasn't because they wanted to skip cheerleader practice or were hoping to score a modeling gig. We had nowhere else to go, and we wanted to blend be with other nerds like us. We didn't look like the popular kids. We loved comic books and spent a lot of days getting beat up or teased for liking comic books. How many comic books do you think these comics, these models have read? Hmm. Think anyone ever pu pushed them around for it? Body shamed them for it? I doubt it. And, uh... <clears throat> it's somewhat sad that even Wikipedia article comments in several places about the choice of characters based solely on sex appeal. 
With mo- when the models start dressing in skimpy outfits, other girls follow their lead because they also want attention. I would uh-huh. argue it's because models do not have comic book favorites and select like popular characters for which they think can sell them the most prints. It only makes sense. Tim, it's a business, not a hobby, as it is to the normal people. Professional cosplayers, again in quotes, set an unrealistic body image for congoers and for women. They have turned our once beloved hobby into a business. And while they may look great doing it, they have created an atmosphere in which most nerds do not want to be included. Why spend hundreds of dollars making a costume if everyone in the room is going to be staring at the Pokemon with the double D breasts? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I have a hook to end the article with. No, here's the hook. Also, don't you stare at those breasts in your face. Professional cosplayers will be offended and, and go on a rant if you do. And that little italicized text provides a link to an article called Don't Hit On Me, Silly Girls. Oh, yeah, I heard Yeah, I, re- I heard about that, yeah. I actually read that wrong, and I caught a little bit of flack for some people, but it's all calmed, it's all settled now, so, yeah. But, um... As Ron Liddell says, there are... Uh, it seems that someone actually wrote a counter article to this. What? <laughs> yes. It's called the top four professional cosplayers and why actual nerds think they're awesome. <laughs> oh. And all four character people we just talked about are on this list in the same order. Yes. Yes, they are. And as this person writes, a handful of cosplayers have been massively popular in the last few years. He views this as a great thing. Some people in the community can be spiteful on their own creative efforts and are overshadowed by many of these young pretty women who have lashed out. She's only cost famous because she shows off a lot of skin. Seems to be a rallying cry for people who narrow view of what it means to be a real cosplayer. Okay, not for nothing. If you've run off all the list of people who are considered cost famous, I don't think most of them are cost famous because of their talents, and I ain't talking Makoto Kino here. <laughs> According to the writer, this is all it takes to be a real cosplayer. Do you dress up in costume events with other people, and do you have fun? And that's it. I get that right off, right off the bat. That's the way it should be. The writer also wrote, made a video that goes deeper into that, you know. And he goes, I may not be royalty, but he is an actual nerd. Okay, what is an actual nerd? To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, cooking. That's what I thought. And he has an amazing fortune to meet several of these extraordinary, quote-unquote, cosplay celebrities. Yeah, I hate to say it, but... Cosplay celebrities are sort of like are right below the D-list celebrities, something like that. So, hell, the internet, the uh, internet's uh, comedians are uh, of a higher tier than them, right. much higher tier compared to some of the D-listers. And this person puts Jessica Negri. Okay. Jess and this person are pals. They've done projects together, and cool people. Another flag going up. Yeah. 
People love Jessica, and it's not just because she's pretty, though I'd be lying if I said she was. She has an amazing charm that people connect to. She's creative, helpful, and inspiring. Everything a good cosplayer should be. If she is, hey, it's all good. Number two, Ivy Doom Kitty. Now, I give her props because she is a plus-sized uh, cosplayer who is well-endowed. That will put Makoto and Queen Barrel to shame. So she's very talented. Yes, indeed. As the phrase goes. Yes. And when I read that and it said that she had implants, I'm just like, really? It's just a bit of a shock, but, but whatever. And it's the same reason this person, why this person thinks Ivy Doom Kitty is awesome. Because of her personality. Yaya Han, personality. Nicole Marine Jean, personality. And he puts at the end, what are their stats? Do they make their own costumes? Were they part of the costume before they became cost famous? Have they had plastic surgery? Who cares? These types of superficial metrics only serve as a lazy way for people to judge how nerdy someone is. The better, the more productive thing they would be to take a step back and see what real positive impact they made in the community that's going on through some rough growing pain. Stay positive and cosplay on you guys. Okay, he makes a point, but he also shoots himself in the foot. The four that we mentioned are positives in the community. I have heard from many people, if it wasn't for this, for Yaya or Jessica, they wouldn't cosplay. I think that's good. But if they're your only reasons why you cosplay, and your outfits are kind of, and your outfit style and cosplay style is similar to what they are, maybe you need to open your eyes a little bit more. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's... And, you know, we're always going to judge how nerdy somebody is. That ain't going to go away. That's like I said. I consider myself a jack-of-all-trades type nerd. My, nerd. my nerdy strong point is computers, then video games, then anime, and everything else. I don't know much about what goes on in the comic industry, but if you are a comic nerd, I'll gladly sit with you and learn, you know, what you like as long as you learn from me, vice versa. A mutually beneficial relationship, in yeah. other words. But you don't even get that anymore. So, I mean, in a way, this was like a... I don't... What he wrote wasn't a vendetta post, but he was trying to open up more about it. But what's kind of sad is that from the first article, I've had friends who can validate the attitudes of some of these cosplayers. And, it, and if that's the case, that's really sad. I just think the more cost-famous you are, the more humble you should be. Because I remember from an episode of The Honeymooners when uh, Ralph Graham did thought he was going to become like this famous person. And his best friend um, Ed, Ed said to him, um, don't forget about me when you're, when you're out in Hollywood. And Ralph Graham says, I, I am going to be I am a humble person. Just remember, the same people you meet going up are the same people you meet going down. Done and done. Now, we're going to go ahead and do the open forum topic. During this time, I'm going to go ahead and open up the Skype line. And let's bring up the open face tour. 
Come on, come on. Oh, we got some good talk. We got some a couple of good answers here. This week's open what the open forum topic is is where we ask all of you the fans your opinion on something in the top of a topic in an anime cosplay fandom. And just remember, if I know your screen name, I'll say that, so you don't have to worry about your real name. But if I don't know your real name, I mean your screen name, I will read your real name. Here's this week's open forum topic. Hey friend, when we watch anime, sometimes we'll identify with a character that would be your best, your anime best friend slash BFF. So which anime character you think would be your best friend? From Nemesis47, he says it's um, America from Italia. He identifies with the character and come on, he's the greatest country in the world. Okay, so if that's your best friend, cool. More power to you. Uh, Ranger Serena says Usagi from Sailor Moon because we're so much alike or and or like Kotobuki from Super Gals because she'd totally be right there with her kicking, uh, have, kicking ass and having fun. And getting bad grades, much to the disappointment of her cop dad. Whoops. Serenity1488 says Alfred from Italia, which is America. And because her boy, her significant other cosplays him. How sweet. Also, she would put down, she put down Mako-chan because of her cooking. Because she would be over her house cook and doing her cooking just like Usagi would. Okay, fair enough. Um, what's interesting, from the various animes I've watched, it was kind of hard for me to point out who would be, like, a best friend to me type. You know, and I thought about it. It would have to be Ukiyo Koenji from Ranma One Half. I mean, she's chill, she's nice, she's sweet. Amazing cook, and it's like... Her, her sweet, she's like a southern belle to me. She has that sweet nature personality. You can just show up at the shop, order some food, and just talk to her and get advice. And you know, she'd be someone you, you could probably chill and hang out with after work as well. All right, you two, who would be your anime best friend? Honestly, I haven't given this kind of question any kind of thought at all because mm. it leans too much into the whole imaginary friend trope and mm-hmm. a guy like my like me at my age having imaginary friends I I've got problems as it is and I didn't I, I wouldn't want to be seen with you know that kind of a problem as well mm. you know what I'm trying to get at yeah I do but remember I am older than you and I did identify as a, a best friend so <laughs> and I just think it's Weird, that's all. Alright. That's cool. What about you, Mako? Um, I'm gonna have to say probably someone like uh, Ami-chan yeah. from Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Someone that um, I guess that I could pro- basically I could talk to about anything. Yeah. And while she might talk over my head a little bit I know that her advice is going to be as thorough as possible mm-hmm. but she's also not someone that would take advantage of a friend true true so I think you know I think that would have to be my anime best friend okay and again 
we have no calls on the Skype line, so I'm going to go ahead and shut it down. And there we go. I, I, oh, well, maybe next time. Yeah, it, the, the Skype line's been kind of quiet the last couple of days, so... Well, next week that'll change. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, Lord. Oh, God. I, 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 oh, man. Yes, next week, the Skype line will be open to ask us questions. Remember that. That means that you have to be here on Tuesday listening in to the drunk show uh-huh. to be able to ask us questions. But if you are not here, we will post something on the Facebook and you can ask your questions that way. Yep, yep. God, next week's going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the really shitty part is I have work the next day. So we'll have to drink for so you. I. That's yeah, not I, me. I have work early the next day. I have work early the next day. La- no, wait, no, I was off. That's right. Yeah, you were, because it was Christmas. And this year, I would still have would have work anyway, so I guess I'll be doing some extra drinking for y'all. Nah, I'm still drinking. Oh. I've, already, I've already told them I'm probably going to go into work hungover. Oh, damn. So they have been warned. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. When you hear this tune, it's time for news from Japan. <sighs> well, this week's news is kind of odd, but it's still interesting. I will take the first one. Student arrested for placing rocks on train tracks in Ibaraki. Police in Omitama, Ibaraki Prefecture said on Friday they had arrested an 18-year-old high school student after he put small rocks on a section of the tracks, forcing the train to perform an emergency stop and suspend service. The incident occurred on December 2nd. Uh, it was reported that the youth put the rocks there near the Hattori Station on the JR Joban Line. The conductor told police he heard a strange noise and noticed pieces of a larger rock that had been strewn about the tracks. Nobody was hurt. Police quoted soon saying he wanted to hear what it would sound like when a train ran over the rocks. Last month, four similar cases were reported in the area. Of course, this could very easily derail the train and cause a massive catastrophe. Yes, and if this happened in New York, they would have hung, they would have strung the poor bastard up and beat his ass. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh. Of course, if it happened in New York, not only would that happen, people would be filming it and posting it to the internet. And shouting World Star in the background. No, the obnoxious graphics would pretty much happen on their own. Well, that too. But, you know, somebody will be shouting World Star. It happens. Alright, um... Mako, you want to take the next one? Sure, let me load it up. Do-do-do. Come on. There we go. Uh, needle found in fish at Sapporo Supermarket. And this is the 13th case at the same store. What? 
A needle was found in sandfish at a DI uh, supermarket in Sapporo. The 13th such case in the same store since August. According to police, a customer spotted the needle in the fish on Monday afternoon. The needle was three and a half centimeters long. So... About an inch and a half. Yeah. Uh, Police suspect that somebody put the needle in the display package sometime between 8 a.m. and 1 p.m. and are analyzing security camera footage to try and identify the culprit. Police said there have been 13 similar cases since August at the same store involving a total of 16 needles in pastries and everyday dishes. What the world? What the what? You see, in America, that is a widely... That has long since been confirmed to be an an urban legend, you know putting pins and razors into Halloween candy and whatnot. That's not something you're actually supposed to do. Then again, I can't really think of any any circumstances where it would where it would be appropriate, but that's not what I'm trying to say. And uh, somebody car- commented, pardon the pun, but finding the culprit will be like finding a needle in a haystack. Uh, <laughs> get the hook. <laughs> Lord. See, honestly, after a bad joke like that, it would be more like this. <laughs> no. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> All right, Ari, take us out. A man was arrested for exposing himself to a seven-year-old girl. I'm disgusted by this, but on the same token, I'm like, Mako, were you just trolling us this week with news from Japan? Mm, I post what I can find. Let's see. According to police, on December 5th, Atsushi Kanemura approached the girl he, she was re- a seven-year-old girl he, she was returning home from school and called out to her just before he suddenly exposed himself. After returning home, the girl told her mother what happened and police were notified. During a preliminary, preliminary sleep in the neighborhood, officers found Kanemura quickly after spotting him acting suspiciously. Huh. Following his arrest, he was quoted as saying he committed the act to satisfy his sexual urge. I don't blame you, dude. I really don't. Yeah, that was the sound of me throwing off my headset in disgust. I don't blame you. And even worse, it just kind of flopped straight down and didn't bounce, so... Didn't, uh... Didn't quite make the effect I wanted it to. Anyway, will that be it? I believe so. Yeah. I th- You know what? I got nothing. Let, let's just go and wrap shit up, okay? Okay. We'll be back. 
You know, I had to go out and buy more Christmas cards today. Oh? Yeah, I'm looking at my list, and it's like, well, fuck. I'm up to, like, 40 people. 45 people. I have to go and buy another box of cards. And usually a box of cards will run me, you know, about three, three $3.50 $3. tops for the box. I went to buy them. They were $7. Damn. Because Target now has licensed mer- uh, cards by Carlton Cards. And I'm like, are you fucking for real? <sighs> but today it was... Now this is what I found out the first one I went to buy a box of cards. And I'm like, fine, I'll buy my box. And I know I have some leftovers somewhere. Could not find them. And I'm probably... I'm probably I, I either used them last year or I'm going to find them next year. Fine, whatever. So luckily, I went when I went to buy another box. Now this is the thing that really that really pissed me off to no end. Every combination, except except for like the large box of cards that come with gold trim and shit like that, seven dollars. The box of thirty five, the box of fourteen, the box of twenty, different size. They were all seven dollars a pop. I'm like, are you kidding me? That seems really screwed up. It does. You mean to tell me for seven bucks, I can either get a small little pack of like eight cards, or I can get the large jumbo pack for of thirty-five cards. I mean, a little pack like that should be like four bucks or something like that. I mean, come on. Uh huh. Am I the asshole for thinking you know greeting cards like that are bullshit? See, I try to find, like, neutral cards. Like, they'll say Happy Holidays and stuff like that. I remember one year, I didn't realize I had bought, like, religious cards. So I sat there, like, red-acting the, re- the religious scripts and all of the cards. Will be the Bible-savvy people who sought out the context of the quoted scripture. <laughs> I could care less about that. I just didn't want to give the wrong impression now. And as we look in the chat room at live.vognetwork... Uh, hmm? I, I know what you're yeah. trying to do. Oh, okay. Looking at the chat room at live.vognetwork.com um, Nemesis 47 is getting ready to buy himself a bottle of white Russian for, for the drunk show. Everybody... You have been warned. You have seven days. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They enter to tell another friend and so on and so forth. Because we do this for free. We're, we're independent bloggers. We have fun with this. If you want to drop us an email, let us know what's up. If you like the show and ideas and suggestions and comments. Podcast at AnimeJamSession.com Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com Tell us what's up. We'll believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com and just so you know, I got some stuff coming down the pipe for 2015 so everybody's going to have fun with that. And also on our site is where we link all of our podcasts. So if you can't access our podcast for any reason whatsoever, you can go ahead and go to Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. You know, we can be found all over. Um... I should actually throw a stitcher button up on the site. It'll happen in due time. 
YouTube, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, during our break from the show, I will be working on more convention videos, so don't worry. And I should have some more, have some up by the end, by the end of the year. If you want to follow us on, wait, what the hell? There we go. Okay, I see what happened. I told it to repeat the playlist, not the track. God damn it. Well, I guess something did go wrong tonight, but it was very minuscule. Um, check out our individual YouTube pages. YouTube.com slash DJ Ron Mess, Ari22682, and Jupe Luna. You'll see some of the uh, YouTube videos that we like and videos that we've done and posted. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here when let, so follow us here on Twitter. That way you'll know when we're going live, when our pre-show is, what conventions we're going to, and other cool things. If you want to follow us on Twitter and see what makes us tick, uh, twitter.com slash djronma, this is me, followed by the Ari Man and Joe Videa. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. I just want to continue to say thank you to everybody who um, follows our page and enjoys and listens to what we do. So as long as you continue to like the page, like the articles, like everything we post, we're going to keep adding more to it. And I'm kind of hoping we hit 3,000 by the end of the year, but it's probably looking like we'll probably hit 2,900 before the end of the year. So, yeah, you're asking uh, I know. a little bit much for 3,000 for two weeks. Yeah, I know. It's well, maybe we should all pose like a hey, pose half naked. No, wait, no, we'll wait. lose oh, listeners. Hell no. no. Yeah, I just realized that we will lose listeners if we, we'll lose fans for doing that. I guess I guess showing skin doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, what did I just come back on to? Him so, trying to whore everybody out. <clears throat> How am I whoring everybody out when everyone's going to get an equal share of the pie? Because we're not being paid. Equal share of the pie is being paid. We're not being paid. We're being paid in people. I guess you're whoring them out, too. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's not like I got financial backing here, you know? It's not like I got Tony Stark in my back pocket. That would be really uncomfortable. I don't know. Tony Stark is Iron Man in my back pocket. I'd make for a good back scratcher. Yeah, but you would have What a to gross have... misuse of uh, Iron Man suit technology. Yeah, but if he was in your back pocket, that's got to be a really, really big back pocket. I don't know that you would be able to hold your pants up. So, you, so I guess I have to sag for the sake of the co- uh, the masquerade and the podcast. <laughs> I don't even want to imagine you sagging. Too late. <laughs> nope. 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 Too late. Not doing it. Nope. nope Too nope. late. Nope. Uh huh. Nope, you nope, say nope. you say that now, and then you're gonna bitch about it later when you had it in a in a nightmare. Oh God, probably that sucks. See, there you go. <laughs> oh man! If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com/slash imdjronmess or that mess guy, Ari Rockefeller, and Makoto Makochankino or Makochan. And we're on the Vog Network, and we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network, so. When you're not listening to us, check out some of these other great shows. If you're into Star Trek, it's Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast. Uh, if you like t- checking out television, movies, books, British programming, Doctor Who as well. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Understation Live, 
four other geek-centric shows about pop culture and television and movies from four different perspectives. If you like what we do Tuesday nights, swing by 8 o'clock for our Electric Sisterhood. It's Pandalicious and Ninja Sister. They do what we do, female perspective. Listen to them, then our pre-show, and then it's us. If you like MMOs and playing League of Legends, Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, it's um, MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gun Wow and Horde House. And then we bring it all back for Sunday for the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio starting at 8 o'clock. The cornerstone uh, network programming for the Vogue Network. Two awesome shows that talk about video games, what's going on in the video gaming industry, and you get a chance to hear from an independent perspective, and you get a chance to speak your mind and your point of view on things. You, your voice, you have a voice. Uh, let's see. Upcoming notes. Uh, next week is the third annual Drunken Christmas special. And then after that, we will be off for two weeks. Do we normally do two weeks? I thought it was only one. Mm. Seriously, I forgot. It probably is just one. I would have to uh, check the, the archives and the, and the dates of the podcast because the RSS feed got borked so I can't go back and check those. I'll actually check the actual uh, tapes, quote unquote. So as of right now, uh, Drunken Christmas show next week and after that we are off for the holidays so expect us to be back um, let's see if we go this way God so we'll be back January 6th Tuesday either Tuesday, January 6th, or Tuesday, January 13th. We'll be back during one of those. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates about that. Okay, we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I have no idea how I'm baking Christmas cookies when I don't have time to. Mm. That sucks. Yeah, on top of that, um, I only have one person completely... Uh, uh, bought gifts for and that's only because I had to get it commissioned so I had to pay for it mm-hmm. so I don't even have gifts for everybody so yay Ari remember that nice big uh, computer chair uh, my nice big office chair I bought for my computer and my desk yeah my cat has taken to sleeping on it I could have told you it. that I could have told you that no, I mean, yeah, he, my... like, he, like, wandered in a room, like, sniffed it, and decided, oh, like, he got up and, like, oh, I like this. I'm going to sleep here now. Hmm. My cat's sleeping on just, He's been just sitting there watching me as I've been doing the podcast. Okay, cool. My last words. I'm pretty much echoing Mako-chan here, yeah. I already got one gift, so once I get paid and I properly divest b- money for paying bills... I will be picking up a second round of gifts, and most people already know they're getting their shit in January. Eh, doesn't bother me. That's good. I was kind of hoping to get it all together, but you know, to quote Mel, yeah, quote Mel Brooks, "Life stinks." All right, I shall we get the hell up on out of here? Uh huh. Yep. Alright. There you go. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. 
great fight, great night. See you next week. We'll be in much better spirits next week. <laughs> spirits. Yeah, we'll we'll be in the spirits next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Hmm. Let's wait till next week when she does that, and well, she'll be drunk. Fuck. Good night, Mako-chan. <laughs> I'm practicing. Get out. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs> <laughs>